Hey everyone, this is Lexi Matthews here with another GDP Minute here for you. Uh, we just have another interview here with um, Jimmy Del Ponte, a gaffer on the GDP movie. A gaffer, for those of you who don't know, and I was one of them before the interview, uh, is someone who does the lighting design for a movie set. So Jimmy is in charge of making sure all the lighting is set up properly for special effects and just general lighting for the movie to create the correct tone and mood and all that good stuff for the movie to make it look good. You know, the basics. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode. Jimmy was a really cool, really laid back guest. He, we had a really nice conversation. I felt like it flowed really well. And I'm excited for you guys to hear more from us in the future about how the GDP movie is going. Uh, Riley and I, our co-producer, Riley Villiers, along with Sarah Olander, have been meeting with Connor, talking about the progress of the movie. Uh, we seem to be going in a good direction, a couple of hiccups along the way, of course. But um, I'm really excited for how it's going, and I hope you guys are enjoying this little journey, journey along with us. Um, anyways, that's all for me for now. Uh, you'll hear my voice again in probably like 15 seconds when the interview starts. But if you like this or get any enjoyment at all, please share it with a friend. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in and supporting us. All right, that's all for me. Enjoy. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Hi, my name is Jimmy Del Ponte, and this is my golden hour. And the double clap signifies a start of another episode of the GDP Director's Cut. Who do we have on the podcast today? Jimmy Del Ponte. Jimmy, and uh, what is your role on the film? I am assisting in lighting and gaffing. Yeah, and uh, for those of, the, those of us who do not know what gaffing is, can you go over that real quick? Yeah, it's, it's essentially um, like the gaffer, whoever, the, the gaffer is in charge of um, the lighting schemes uh, on set, and um, they set up... Um, the lighting rigs, um, C-stands, and they're just shaping lights throughout each scene. Is that a really involved process? Um, yeah, really. Yeah. So in like pre-production, it's something that like the director will sit down with the cinematographer uh, and the gaffer and like map out um, like every scene, like how they want it to like just so it flows better like day of. Um, but yeah, it really is involved. Like. I would say for the average moviegoer, they don't really understand how important lighting is to a movie. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I definitely would. Um, I remember like before ever delving into any kind of filmmaking like history, I, I never even considered lighting like a thing, like on set or or even set like the whole set aspect of it. Um, just yeah, lighting is so important. It's without it, I mean. You can tell, like, an indie film, like, or, like, an inexperienced film, uh, like, just some kids with, like, a camera making something versus, like, a Hollywood film or, or even someone with, like, the slightest knowledge in lighting. It's, like, it makes a huge difference. You think just a little bit of good lighting is better than none at all? Yeah, totally. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because I, we've taken film classes at school, too, and cool. they've taught us that... Um, audio is actually more important than the visual like people can tell when audio is bad much more than they can tell when visual is bad but lighting really does make or break the visual shot definitely yeah um audio is absolutely like the most important thing see i already like it's been like <laughs> a few months in quarantine and i already like forget like the basics of mm-hmm. um, yeah i mean like oh, i remember like i mean even the things i make today sometimes like 
like if I don't have like the audio equipment with me like I'll just say all right whatever it's I'm not making a movie right now I'm just doing something Mm -hmm. but like it's just it makes so much of a better difference yeah you can a thousand percent tell when someone's recording it on like a mic versus nothing yeah just like on board like Mm -hmm. on the camera like but um yeah so uh, you went to school for film right Mm -hmm. where did you go Leslie University in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And when did you graduate? 2020. In May. 2020. Yeah. Wow. So you just finished. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is your this is your first project since graduation. Um. Yeah. This this is my this is the first project that I'm not like running uh, since graduation. I've done like a few music videos uh, in quarantine and um, but yeah, this is this is the first thing that I'm doing like with someone else. Um. So Connor was like a whole new person to like like meet and like his whole team and like coming back with Sean uh, was a lot of fun. It's fun to work with him. Um, yeah, this is the first thing that I'm doing since. Have you done anything like this before? Any sort of like long form narrative project or has it mostly been like music videos and stuff like that? Um, I have done like, so narratives was like something that I was introduced to at Leslie. Um, just like being able to do it myself um, or at all, I guess, with like the crew or like the the students there um, that I was introduced to. Music videos is what I started out doing because it's like you can kind of just like run and gun, like grab a camera and like shoot B-roll. That's what Frank was just saying, yeah. Yeah, it's like you you just like make anything out of like B-roll shots and Mm -hmm. that's like, that's a lot of fun to experiment with. But um, I've, I've done narratives for like mainly my like class projects like my my thesis projects so for like my freshman year my sophomore junior senior like all those have been narrative films and it's been like a great outlet for me to try something new because I was always like it, it seems so daunting to to even like attempt something so like grand you know or what seems grand on paper it's like a long-term project and having to recruit like a whole team of people it's like kind of seems impossible at first glance but yeah and how how did you first get involved in the project in this project yeah Mm -hmm. um i i think sean actually like recommended me um and yeah he just he pulled me on board and um connor hit me up and I just kind of floated in. I yes, guess. this is how, how a lot of these answers tend to go. Yeah. <laughs> friend to friend type deal. And do you know Sean from uh, film school? I do, yeah. Interesting, yeah. How, what are your impressions of Connor? Connor always likes us to ask this question. Oh my God. <laughs> impressions of... You want me to like... Imper- I don't know why <laughs> impersonation was like the first thing. My, my first impressions of Connor, is that what you mean? Yeah. I was about to do an impersonation of him. Like, like, <laughs> this is what he likes. Um, he he's he's very confident, um, and that's like really inspiring to see like that confidence like um, just like carry a project. Um, yeah, he knows what he wants, and like he knows how to go out and get it. So that's like really cool. It's like fun to work with someone like that. What has been the work experience so far? What have you been doing on set? Um, so far, it's just been... So I've actually only been on for two days since I've been just recently recruited. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were two pretty short days. Um, they, I basically just helped Sean 
setup lights in like the locations and like everybody is kind of like doing like a little bit of everything else like if like i feel like everybody's also doing like pa work mm-hmm. you know because it's like such a small crew so it's you kind of need to wear like multiple hats um but i've just been helping with like lighting setting up stuff yeah how's it been so far challenging rewarding um a little bit of both well Mm -hmm. definitely rewarding Mm -hmm. um and it's also been like a little challenging um trying to find like like some like not always will like you know the equipment that you bring work with like this the the location that you're in so like um the first day we had to like we had to hammer in some nails like above like uh the front wooden doorway of the house that we were shooting in and um we had like a long i think it was a quasar light like the tube light and we didn't have any way to to mount it like we needed like light going into the doorway so we just grabbed a rock and like some nails in like the basement and just hammered some nails and and like gaff taped it up top (laughs) and that was like like that's that pretty much set the tone for like the rest of the project. I yeah, feel like. anything by all means necessary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever works. That's a good description of Connor, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so having done a little bit of narrative work now, I know you said some before, what is your really goal going forward in like five years? Like what do you want to do with your film experience? Um, so I, I, I love directing and... Um, I guess that's something that I learned at Leslie is like being able to work with like actors and like, um, like recruiting a team. It's like really fun. So like producing, I guess, um, which is still sounding like new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, five years down the line, I want to see myself like in with like a well-established, uh, like team of, doesn't even have to be like a lot of people, but like, just like something that I can like, go and like pull like everybody I know to like create something like, Oh, I have this idea. Um, and I feel like I, I kind of have that now, like the group of like friends that I have at Leslie, like Sean included, like we all just, we like know what he, what everyone else like likes or like what they want to go for. And like, they're so eager to help everyone. Um, I feel like that's going to be really easy to achieve. And, um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to keep making stuff like, like, music videos narrative films like anything like short things like yeah um just don't want to stop making stuff and pre leslie how did you get into film first and foremost so yeah my uh i always had this like camcorder laying around the house and like i guess my aunt really pushed me into uh making like or just doing anything like film related because she was always filming the family and like my dad would also do that. So I have like tons of home videos that I would always watch. I, I remember like, I think like every like Sunday morning, like I would ask my dad to put like a home video, like a VHS tape in, inside the, the VCR. And like, I would just watch over and over again, <clears throat> home videos. It's something about that. Like it's not even, it wasn't even like movies that I was like mainly interested in at first. It was just, home videos Mm -hmm. and so my aunt really she was always like the techie person in the family and she always had like nice cameras at the time and like all those are like super old now but like I still I still hold on to them like everything 
that she gave me. She gave me like one camera and never let go of it. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was like just, I guess the family aspect of it. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> no, that makes sense. So when you started off, you or you said earlier that you wanted to work in more in production, which is like organizing actors and stuff like that. But right now you do work in more of a techie side of film. Do you have one that you prefer over the other? I definitely have. I definitely would pr- actually prefer to work with like recruiting like people. Um, I just, I love meeting people. I love talking to people and, and like getting to know them and finding out how to work with them best and um i think it's still i'm still on the cusp of what i what i really enjoy doing or what, like what i'm really good at i feel really confident in like my directing and um i think that's where i want to like pursue like these like next mm-hmm. coming years is like directing mm-hmm. have you um read the script at all for this project yeah I have. yeah what do you think of it <clears throat> it's really good it, it, it's it's really funny it's like i don't know it's um when connor pitched it to me it was like you know all boston locations cast crew so there were a lot of references in there uh and look i mean look the locations alone are like so many places from my childhood mm-hmm. i mean like i mean like apple cinemas like namely is like even before it was Apple Cinemas, it was like, I forget what it was. Um, I think it was like Fresh Pond Cinemas or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I would always go there. That was, like the, that was like the one theater that I would always go to. And yeah, the script that he wrote was just like, it's so unique. And like seeing like <clears throat> how he like was going to execute his all Boston plan is, was like fun. Where have you uh, been on set for so far? Have you been to any of the locations in person yet? Yeah, so um, the distillery, mm-hmm. we went there. And um, Apple Cinemas, he just took us, Connor took us to go see Tenet. So that was kind of like a, I guess like a production team, like bonding mm-hmm. moment. Um, so far, those are the only places. There was also like a house location. Um I don't know whose house it was, but like I, I think it's his house in the film. Um, could also be his house in real life, <laughs> but yeah, not too many so far. But I'm looking forward. Those to are it. a good amount of main locations, though. You've been to like the the beefy parts of the film so far. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of them? I've never been to Apple Cinemas. Apple Cinemas is is fun. It always kind of feels like a ghost town, just because it's so big. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like now especially, it's because like not that many people are going yeah, to right. theaters. Um, but it's, it's like the distillery especially, um, was really interesting cause I don't think I've ever been in a distillery number one and this one was really big. So it was perfect for the scientists scene. Um, just like the big tanks of, I don't even know what kind of alcohol was in there. Yeah. I, I think they, they brew their own beer there. I'm pretty so sure. Cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, per- it was, that's like the perfect location for like, and that, that's also really good multitasking on Connor's part, like, um, like getting that location, like, oh, this is going to be like the scientist's lab, mm-hmm. um, 
it's just the distillery so it's like good representation yeah for... it's very interesting because especially interesting because it was one of uh we've had her on the podcast before in previous seasons when obviously it wasn't about the movie so mm. we talked to her about our business and stuff and now it's interesting to see how like it weaves into like the story and everything with yeah. the movie because so she's cool. just like a normal woman who uh just runs a distillery i think she makes whiskey so it's very interesting to see how they all connect yeah mm -hmm. it's really cool. and it's especially interesting for you because you grew up around here yeah so yeah seeing seeing him like incorporate all these like locations is like it's like really fun i guess i don't know it's like i haven't seen it done before mm -hmm. um so that's like a good like like he's he's like pioneering like yeah what Con of... what connor and i talked about for his episode is how this is very different than the usual like ben affleck like mark Wahlberg boston movie where it's like a bunch of guys in southie like doing a crime or something so i thought that it was very interesting yeah the way it's uh and the perfect time for a, a post-apocalyptic film too totally. yeah mm -hmm. i don't know if that was planned or anything but yeah like, i know yeah. right did connor make this happen <laughs> uh, connor what are you not telling us <laughs> <laughs> so jimmy for our ending bit what we usually do is we have our guests tell us since the film is a zombie apocalypse film what their zombie apocalypse plan would be in boston do you, have you put any thought into this um ultimately i feel like i'd be screwed but <laughs> i feel like i would just like bunker down in my house and like barricade it and barricade and, it yeah, i'm like i'm like low-key i have like <laughs> like always have like a survival instinct and I love like survival gear. So like I have a lot of that in the house and like stockpiled like canned foods. Like not a lot, but like maybe I should. Like maybe now's mm -hmm. a good time. No, this time especially has made me rethink like having a bunker, you know? Yeah. Something like just do you like a think, fallout. Do you think you would try to fight them off or would you just try to wait it out until everything's done? I feel like only when necessary, you know? Like I don't want to go out and like, it's not about like getting kills of like. It's zombies. like the purge for you. Yeah, I mean, like, I really want to, well, if it, <laughs> the purge for me, if I were, like, I don't want to be involved. Yeah, in the, the people that lock up their doors and everything. Totally, for yeah, hours. that's me. I want to be, like, away from that. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> and, uh, Jimmy, have, are you familiar with our this is, that was ending bit? Has Connor explained it to you? Okay, no. perfect. It's not too difficult. It's just two sentences. We think you're going to nail it. So, basically, all you have to do is say, hi, my name is your name. And this is my golden hour. And then right after that, hi, my name is your name. And that was my golden hour. Okay. I think I got the first. Wait, well, the second part kind of threw me off. It's a hi, my name is, and this is my golden hour. And hi, my name is, and that was my that golden was, hour. Okay, gotcha. All right, intro, outro. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, whenever you're ready. All right. Hi, my name is Jimmy Del Ponte, and this is my golden hour. Perfect. An outro. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Jimmy Del Ponte, and that was my golden hour. Perfect. Did you have fun, Jimmy? Yeah, I did. Perfect. And we're all set. Cool. Thank Good you, job. guys. Yeah. Thank you for dealing with my nervousness. <laughs>